between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Lord, we just worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Worshiping your name. Blessing you, Jesus. Blessing, blessing your majesty. We are celebrating your life. Celebrating your glory. Celebrating you. High and lifted up. We worship you, the Lamb upon the throne. The Lamb of God, Jesus, we just worship your name. We just bless you, bless you, bless you from our heart. Just giving you praise. Praises to your name. Glory 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 to your name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Lord, accept our worship tonight, the fruit of our lips, the waters from our heart, giving thanks to you, blessing you. Thank you. Lord, with brokenness, with worship from our soul, we approach your table this evening. We ask you will accept us, accept our coming unto you, accept our gathering unto you, and come and, come and, let your throne come and let it be let, let it down here tonight and we want to fellowship in your presence we ask that our our brokenness will call you tonight come and bless us come and speak to our heart and let us flow with your spirit today thank you for the table which you already prepared for us, from which we will feast and which you will cause grace and mercy to flow. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, I pray for access to the utterance, to the word and blessing for every soul today. Let every soul be blessed. Let every heart be blessed. Help us all to be blessed. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to you. Oh, many Prata. Glory to you. Glory to you. Glory to you. Glory to Obrahana, 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 Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you. Amen. Here the Lord says, bringing us into our lot, bringing us into our, our portion, even our inheritance. Just giving it line upon line, precept upon precept, as knowledge is being formed. It says inheritance is being formed. Inheritance. Dividing spoils, dividing portion. For you have a portion, you have a portion, you have a part, you have a part. My, you're taking part by hearing as you, you hear these things, your part, your part is being prepared. Your own part, even in, even in the inheritance. Thank you, Father, we give you praise. Lord, with joy, we are approaching you this evening, laying off all the weight and all the heaviness, Lord. Lord, which corruption put on us. But Father, we are, we are stepping into liberty by the Spirit and even into the atmosphere of the Spirit, the place of blessing, Lord, where through joy we will draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Gladden our soul and, and pour the, your joy of fellowship, your Spirit, into our heart by the vehicle of, of words as we are commune around your table. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your holy name. We give you glory tonight. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father. We can have our seats. Praise God. to you in Jesus name <clears throat> please you can say good evening to somebody and say I'm happy to see you you're welcome praise God mm. glory to Jesus amen <clears throat> okay let's open our Bibles to do a recap. I, this time is gone, but I just feel the need to, um, if you can just summarize Saturday's message very quickly, not, I just need one person who can do the job today. Praise God. I can want to do it. Okay. That I can, that I can do it. Praise God. That's Saturday. Saturday. Yes, not Wednesday. Okay. We didn't we're actually teach <laughs> on Wednesday, so. Saturday. Yes. We were talking about colors. Okay. And we're going. Colors. Yeah, we're talking about colors, how, you know, now broke it down in Revelation. Okay. about colors, like when you see an unbeliever, you see the purple color. Then there's how the soul will grow and the color turns to white, but it still touches the unclean thing. Then you now talked about. He talked about how that color. What is color the purple white. color? The purple color. Yes. The purple color. I think is the color of the, the garments. Okay. The color of the garments for like the unbeliever, 
and he's talking about like is it for, is it for the unbeliever it's mm -hmm. it's for it, it's the is a color of a worldly soul a worldly soul oh yes yes Call yes, of the worldly soul from that, and that's from revelation yes chapter, revelation chapter 17. chapter 17 when you're talking about the harlots yes the scarlets okay the beast the scarlet color okay yes and you spoke about judgments and the definition of um judgment means perfection mm. you touched on judgments you talked on righteousness okay well, what was the import of the color what was the message of the color yes i don't want to just yeah. say it and then yeah so you spoke uh -huh. about the color like um the color being that there's how even though the color becomes white that they, the person still touches that unclean thing then there's how god you said that god loves perfection and there's how that white color is supposed to be like linen fine linen and that linen needs to be soaked in the blood of christ Okay. Yeah. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, you have other things to say, right? I, okay, I, I want, to, so. want to pause you. Mm -hmm. Then let's let's try and see if someone else can help with that color. I don't want us to just yeah. mention it. Yeah. If there's anybody who can help with, um, Inca, can't you explain more? Of, um, <laughs> praise God. I'm trying to to save time today. <laughs> So, yes. Okay, um, okay, I'll just, um, you kind of explained um, color and light. Okay. And um, you um, were explaining like how, for example, light from the sun, when it's shining on something, because of the frequency of light, of, of the material, it can absorb some of the light and then reflect and absorb some and then the color that is reflected okay. is what the eyes can see. Mm. And that is like, um, you said something about light, about light being waves and being um, part um, particles like matter. So just based on my understanding, just quickly, what I was really saying was as a result of how the world as well is a light. Mm. And that is like um, the woman that is, um, from Revelation chapter 17, which has the purple color okay. and is full of abominations and um, yes. yeah, of the, so and also and is she's carried by a beast, which is color is scarlet, mm -hmm. and I see that it's to me what I was saying like, like that they have their light that they are shining and what they are trying to do is to paint or raise a man into their image, which is their color, which is what they are carrying. So as they are shining their light they are trying to raise a soul into their image, which is like the color of who they are. So it's like giving them their particles, their properties of what they are carrying by their light. Okay. But another thing I was seeing is that the Lord also, as he's shining his light, mm. is a process where they will first of all cleanse you, where you will then become clean and then white. And the place of you become linen. Okay. And then. Okay, praise God. Hold on. So that color thing, I want us to still, I want it to, let's relate it to the soul. Like, what does it mean? Uh, like, uh, light, how does light translate to color? What does that, and then what does that mean for the soul of a person? 
So can somebody else help? Amen. Who's that? Who? Emmanuel? So, um, based on what you were saying last week, so in terms of the soul, okay. you are describing, um, when you were talking about light and color, you are saying basically every material, um, it was just um, a metaphor, you said, every material has a way in which it absorb, absorbs light and then reflects it back. So in terms of the soul, you are saying that souls are designed to trap light, either from God or, like Sainka said, or from the world or from the devil. Yes. And based on how much light they trap mm. depends on the okay, level is, of the frequency. Now the light is, um, based on how while we've been journeying, yes. we can say light is basically the frequency of the life of a being, basically. So, like... The frequency um, of the life, okay. <laughs> uh, if you are correct, but I want to say it's more... Terms. Let's say someone doesn't know physics and they are, they are still simple with the Bible. Okay. Uh, um, so, in terms of so in life, yes. I said life, the nature or the expression of life at different levels that okay. can come out from the soul is the, right, the frequency of that light. So, for instance, we were talking about worldliness is purple. So, um, the when a soul has trapped the light of the world to that level, it shows forth a worldly what, nature. What is the light? The light. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. It's not deep. It's just simple. Like what is light in Bibles? Oh, oh, oh. Um, understanding. Not understanding or yeah. knowledge. Or knowledge. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. So. Yeah, <laughs> so so you are saying when in, when the light hits the what? Yeah, so okay, the soul, so so the, when the knowledge comes, when the knowledge the soul, comes, to uh -huh. the soul, yes. the soul reflects or lives out that knowledge based on how much of that knowledge he, it has, basically. So as a soul graduates from knowledge to knowledge, or in degrees of knowledge, or knows more. Um, that's the frequency or the color of that soul changes okay. based, uh, based on its level. So in terms of worldliness, you, you were speaking about well, both worldliness and in God's light. You, you go from purple to scarlet. So you were talking about in Revelation 17 where you have the, 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 purple, the woman with purple and scarlet, and you were speaking that worldliness when it's just at maybe... Um, loss of the eyes, loss of the flesh, pride of life, you have mostly purple. But as it's getting more to that beastly nature, it becomes more scarlet mm -hmm. in nature. That's how much um, of that beastly life or beastly knowledge that the soul has trapped. But you are not speaking in terms of like joining in the tabernacle, joining towards God. The okay. God will okay. first... I'm sorry I'm interrupting you. Because I'm, I'm thinking of somebody who doesn't understand your language, right, fully. Okay. So if when you say, um, so the soul, so not, not somebody who is still just dealing with lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, lust of the of pride of life, but then it's, they are beginning to come into attributes of beastly 
What's the difference between lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, part of life, and then beast, that thing you're calling beastly life? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, in terms of the difference, um, trying to simplify it a little bit would be um, a, a beastly nature is, is more everlasting or more has more properties of the God of this world or the God that is Satan, more of a, an angelic, a, a high angelic nature of, of the devil, basically, more of the devil's nature than just loss of the flesh, loss of the eyes, pride of life, because those ones are more this world, because they are more related to the present. So, uh, in terms of, like, the difference, it's more that the they've come into a more properties or more character or more natures that the devil himself has, has. basically. Okay. Praise yeah. God. So apart from not just being worldly, they are coming yeah. more into, closer to the devil's own nature. Yes. Which is more, which is more wicked yes. than just a worldly nature. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Okay. Yeah. Can you go back to that, the, the concept of, um, you said as light comes, yeah. you said the, the, you spoke about the color of the soul. Yeah. changing, yeah. Uh-huh, changing color. So what is, what is that, what is the color, that concept of color? What is it really? And then what is that change? Why does it change? So, um, just try to go back to the physics a little bit. Okay. You were speaking about how it's different frequencies or different um, vibrations or different wavelengths, which just basically means the different um, levels at which uh, the light is, if different effectiveness of the light, if I put okay. it that way. So in terms of like the color in the soul, mm. you would say um, the more concentrated mm. or the more life of either God or the devil is, is his, his soul is gaining, he, his color will be changing or becoming more in that um, dimension or in that level that he's getting to. Uh, I don't know if I okay, answered the question. <laughs> yeah. um, I w- can someone still explain to me what gives color? What, what, what the light that is coming, maybe it's not red, but what makes uh-huh, the, what is receiving the light give you a specific color as opposed to another color. Mm. You understand? Okay. I'm just checking if we understood that thing. And then if you can translate that to this, our souls, what does that mean? Praise God, because that's a message in the Bible for us, right? Scarlet colored beast, woman with, with decked with purple, those things mean something. Um, I want to make sure that we all understand fully. Praise God. Please don't be afraid. People on this side, they are very, they are very holy people. This area is too, is very holy. There's no noise here, so let's see if we can. Praise God. Is there anybody on this side who can just, just try? Okay. I can try small. Okay, sir. Thank I'll, you, sir. I'll just <laughs> go back to that physics. I not do okay. physics, but <laughs> there's something uh, you you said something about. Um, Every material or every, I think you were pointing to my me and Benji's yes, shoe. Yes, sir. And um, you said that the material determines when the light is when the light 
comes on the material. Yeah. It determines what it absorbs mm -hmm. and what it reflects yes. based on the material. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so how does that reflect to our soul? Mm -hmm. I think you, you went to Hebrews and you Hebrews chapter one when you yes, said sir. that he loved righteousness, righteousness and he hated wickedness. Yes, um, so there's a place where we journey to in God mm -hmm. um, when we've by light also trapped the knowledge and the wisdom of God. Mm -hmm. um, but I think you, you, you explained that the perfect light, which is um, the the God's own light would shine on his soul. So if a soul loves God's light, um, it will trap God's light and reflect another light. So based on what it traps and based on what it reflects, you tell what you love or what you like, and that's what brings about the color okay. that a soul shows. Praise God. Thank you so much. So you arrived at the real, on the real thing, which is how he's talking about selection, mm. yes, right, of the material. The, the material, when light is coming, that has different, you know, frequency band, all the full array of, you know, this, the material selects, it selects what it will absorb, and then it has, it will reflect other things. Praise God. Is that, is that very clear? That's just physics. What I'm describing is physics. It's happening every time. Anytime you see, it's going on, right? That material is accepting some part of the white light, and it's rejecting some, and that's what makes gives it that color, blue. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So, bringing that to the soul, right? The, the what they are trying to teach us when they are tying God's nature to a particular color, they can say this color called red or scarlet color. Is the color, which is the color of blood. They are tying that to God's nature or they are tying that to the nature of a God in general. You know what I mean? So what they are, what they are talking about is the soul's, the soul's ability, judgment or in terms of the state of the soul, at every state of the soul, the soul has what it receives and what it rejects. Do you get what I mean? At every state of the world, so, this, of every body, you, as you are right now, there's something that you will accept. When, light, when you say light, light is not, um, it's not an issue whether the light is coming from God. or Light just means, if you can say, sum up all the knowledge. Or I just sum up, just take the summation of knowledge that's surrounding the soul. You want to sum up knowledge. Like, like we look at your soul, the way you are right now, there are different things coming to you. Praise God. There are things that, can, that speak, even in nature, that speak to, that, that manifest things about God to you. Right? According to Romans, we were saying, even the eternal power and the Godhead, some of those things are things that are manifest to us. Praise God. There are things that come... Through, as, through ministry of the truth, ministry of the word. Amen. And then, then also you have the world, which is also a giver of light, which also surrounds the soul with light. So a soul is, is as long as a soul is in this world, you are constantly surrounded by lights. 
Does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? Is there anybody that's completely lost still? Praise God. Does everybody understand? If you understand what I'm saying, raise up your hand. Praise God. You raise it very well. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Do you, many of you, you like Revelation chapter 17? Yeah. <laughs> huh? You like it? Is it okay? Is there anybody here you have issues with that chapter? Maybe you don't like it too much. Is anybody like that? Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So the soul, the soul is um, the soul is surrounded by light. Like the purpose of this world is to is to surround the soul with light. Praise God. And so when the soul, when light is, is being, comes around the soul, what the soul's judgment in terms of what light is, what light should I accept? What light is, should I refuse? What light is wrong? It's, it's, it's not every light that is true. Some light are lies. Right, so what light is a lie? What light is evil? Praise God that Amen. Then so you see that there is there's that concept of judgment between light. Jesus was teaching that in John chapter six. Well, when he was saying that the, the light of the body is the eye, right? Then he was saying that. If the eye is single, then the whole body will be full of light. But if the eye is evil, the body will be full of darkness. Then if the light that is in you is darkness, then how what how great is that darkness? So Jesus was already was teaching about the the soul's ability to judge and select between lights. The ability of the soul to do what? To judge and to do what? And to select between light. So that is um, that's one of the main sign of the way they check you can they can check growth in the spirit. And that's the you see that concept of color. Anytime you're speaking of color, either white, you spoke about white, white robes and all of that. Amen. How you spoke about the bride having putting on a white robe, which is white linen. Right, which is clean and white. You see that concept of color there. Then, you, then praise God. In chapter four, they say he that sat upon the throne was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine. Those are stones of color. Praise the Lord. In that chapter seventeen as well, they spoke about the the garment of Jesus Christ as someone who is dipped in the garment that was dipped in blood. Praise God. So those things they. 
import of what they're just trying to say with all those things. They're trying to talk about the, the, they're talking about selectivity of the soul. How is the soul able to judge and ha- have judgment concerning different lights? Praise God. Concerning what? Be- different light. Why? Because without accurate judgment of light or without right selectivity of light, the soul cannot be holy. The soul cannot be holy. The soul cannot be pure. The soul cannot be sanctified. There's, there's a, when you look at the Bible, there's a, there's a huge theme about light in terms of the, the journey from outside coming into the tabernacle, coming into uh, the most holy place. It's a journey of different lights coming from under the sun, coming into the light of the candlesticks, from there moving into the light of the glory of God, into the most holy place. Praise God. So, so the journey of, of the soul is actually a journey of the soul in, in light. The soul doesn't move. The soul, the movement of the soul is determined relative to light. Like what light have they shone around the soul? Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 So what light have they shone around the soul, right? It tells you, can then, it's almost like a kind of a query on the soul. The soul's reaction to light tells a lot about the soul. Praise God. And also, Light is also the means through which the soul journeys. Praise, praise God. Am I, am, I, am I getting to anybody today? Or are you sure? Does anybody have a question for me? Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Do you understand everything I explained now? All the questions I asked? Okay, let me ask my own question. Those are nodding their heads. <laughs> because I'm not convinced, I won't lie to you. You have to try to convince me. <laughs> Amen. You have to try and convince me. Should I ask my own my question? Okay. Who should I ask? <laughs> Praise God. Sister Fever. Amen. Can you just summarize for me? (laughs) 
Amen. Amen. Can you summarize the relationship between the concept of the color of, this, of the soul, the soul's garment, and how that relates to the state of the soul? Yes. Like what, what, is, what is the color of, the, of the, a soul's garment as the scripture shows it? What, how does, what does that say about the state of a soul? Yes, that's the very simple, that's the word that we've been talking about since. I'm just checking, I'm just changing the words to see if you understand what I'm saying. Praise God, because this thing is a door, we must cross this door, it must be open to your heart. Otherwise, you will not understand anything that we're talking about. You will not understand this message. <laughs> Praise Jesus. I'm so sorry, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, you understand. I'm just trying to. Um, and don't worry, don't be nervous, just any way you understand it. Mm. Okay. Um, should I say the colors? Or? Yeah, anyhow you, anyhow you understand it, you can just say it. So, the, the different colors stand for different states of these two. Okay. Um, And if it's purple, okay. it's like one, like that's like an for an unbeliever, or I'm not sure. Um, okay. Um. Okay. Go on. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Is there anybody who can help me explain this thing very well? Uh, Wesley, okay. Please give it to Wesley, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Okay, sir. So I'm just going to go off what you've just said yes, right sir. now. Yes, sir. Um, what you're trying to explain is that every one, as long as you're a human being, you have mm -hmm. a soul. Yes, sir. And as long as you're in this world, mm. you're being bombarded with light. Yes. Either from God yes. or from the devil. Yes. You are surrounded by light. Yeah. What, and what is that light that surrounds? The light is, um, is knowledge of the two beings. Yes. That if you learn and if you do, it becomes your nature. Yes, sir. When it becomes your nature, it, it determines the fabric of your soul. Yes. So when you, as we're well, the light, depend on the light you are using yes. to live. Yes, sir. Um, the light you're using to live would be changing the fabric of your soul. Yes, sir. Now, at every state in your journey, mm. at every state while you're on earth, depending on how much your fabric has changed, would depend on... If a light, so let me just use the tabernacle as example. As you're journeying to God, yes, sir. you are changing in color. Mm. You start as before you even come to the tabernacle, you're you are you are bright purple, very bright. But as you keep journeying, because you are now you by mercy, you're using God's light mm. and your fabric is changing. Mm. Um, it depends on 
whatever light that is surrounded to that soul that is shining, it would take some and it would reject some. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever is rejecting is what it's reflecting in terms of the color okay. of the soul. So, uh, what I believe you're trying to say is that our soul is... Um, Not whatever is rejecting is what is reflecting. It's, it's just saying that the color just tells you that it, re, it, re, it rejected something. It rejected something. And then it accepted something. What it rejected is knowledge. It's knowledge. It's light. It's still light. Okay. So, it will accept some light. Mm-hmm. It will then reject others. Okay. Uh-huh. So, but when, it's, when it accepts light... Mm-hmm. It's the light that it accepts that configures its its, its, pers- its present, uh-huh. the soul fabric. Or yes. The, yeah. Mm. Praise God. Favor, do you understand what he, what he said? Okay. So, so you see that the initial light we're talking about is not really the light of an unbeliever. It's an unbeliever, not in terms of someone who is not born again. When we use the word worldly, praise God, worldly doesn't mean someone who is an unbeliever. Someone who, worldliness is a, is a nature. Can you describe worldliness? What is worldliness? Um, so, sir, worldliness is, um, worldliness is a, is a, is a way a person carries out their conversation. Okay. What's what is conversation? Use? Sorry, sorry? What is conversation? So conversation is um, how they judge things. Okay. How they react to things. Yes, sir. How they make decisions. Mm. What light are they using to live? Yes, sir. Um, so worldliness is not just only for unbelievers. Um, it's also for or. Let me not say also, it's not for, but um, unbelievers are not only the people that are worldly, but believers also can still That's be. Christians who are born again. When Christians. You say believers. Yeah, believers, Christians who are born again yes, sir. can still be worldly. Yes. And in the Bible, they, when they say worldly, they are, um, just what David was saying, they are, re, they are relating it to uh, maybe not wickedness, not the devil's light, but um, the world itself, how men just live. Mm. And the Bible says that the just shall live by faith, okay. or the just shall live by, if I change it, righteousness. Um, for if you're not living in that sense, if you're not using the knowledge of God or righteousness to live, then you are using another knowledge to live. Mm. And that just means your world is your mm. conversation, the way you judge, the way you make decisions, <laughs> the way you think about things, the way you reason things out. It's just a kind of nature. And that's, the, that's what you used to live, basically. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Amen. Do you understand the difference between a worldly soul and an unbeliever? What's the difference? Yes. Okay.
Okay. Okay, yes. Yes, yeah, so... Um, <coughs> As you shouldn't be judged, okay. But there's a way, can you explain more? What is the actual, what is that? When you say, it's not, just, it's not just that you're judging as you shouldn't be. What is that worldly, worldly, what is the judgment of worldliness? What is it, what did it where did it come from? Why is it, what is purpose? Do you understand what I mean? Like, shed more light on it. Praise God. So... Okay, you want to continue? Oh. No, no, go ahead. You have the answer. <laughs> yes. Why you... What's, <laughs> please don't mind them. Please just... We are just talking. Just me and you speaking. So, let's just... Don't worry. Don't mind all of them. Let's just continue our conversation. Yeah, so... Aha. Uh-huh. So, do you understand more of like... Um, so, worldly nature. Right? What is it? What's the content of worldliness? And where did it come from? And what is its purpose? The light of the... Of the light of the world, like yes. the, which is the knowledge of the world that we are in. Okay. So that's, that's okay. Can we, can we explain again? Let's give it to Wesley again. Wesley is the one that's answering. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> you have to continue your ministry, so you have to finish. Um, uh, the, so I'll just use scripture to okay. back up. Um, the Bible says, uh, I, think, I believe it was Peter, when it says you've escaped um, mm. corruption yes, sir. that is in this world okay. through lust. Yes. Um, so corruption is, there are things, let me use that word, there are Things and things is when I say things is just knowledge. So, okay. So it's it's light basically. Um, so where did it come from? Obviously, it came from came from the devil. Okay. And um, as when you were born into the world as okay. a newborn so you mean, baby, you mean worldliness is knowledge, is knowledge that came from the devil. From the devil, yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Why did he? What is the what is the purpose of that knowledge for? What is it for? Uh, the, the, the purpose of the knowledge is, yes. first of all, to make a soul yeah. not respond to God okay. or not to live according to God's standard. Okay. On the other side is to make the soul yeah. come to him. To him. Yes, sir. So it's okay. to, to move away from God yes. and to turn a soul to him because okay. him also, yes. he wants to give a life. Yeah. But he needs to make sure... If he has a foundation, if I use that, just the way God has a foundation that is Christ. Yes, sir. The devil also has a foundation that is worldliness. Yes. So he needs, you need to be worldly for him to trust you with his own self. Yes. And he, so that's why he makes people, he makes you worldly also. Yeah. Because so, if you are not worldly, if you're not worldly you when he comes, him. you will reject him. You will reject him. Yes, sir. Right. So, so uh, please, my, my sister, you have, a, is there a, you have a question? We all know. Okay. Please go ahead. Um, so from what I know about worldliness, from yes. what we've been talking about is yes. when we first enter this world, there are spirits that minister to us. Mm-hmm. And even the reason why Christians can be worldly is that even when those spirits have gone, they've left like we have kind of, there's like a contract which our soul has kind of accepted. 
And even after that, so the reason of that is so that the contract can, we will fight God basically when his commands come. Yes. Yeah, so that's what worldliness is as like a Christian. That's why you can be worldly mm-hmm. even when you enter. Mm-hmm. So it's another journey of um, sanctification that those contracts are now broken basically. so much. That's awesome. Beautiful. So, so you're seeing in the, in the spectrum of the, the, in the spectrum of, of bad things spiritually, you'll find that first of all, and which is, which is summarized in knowledge, right? Like it's very clear that everything that spiritual dealings and interaction want to give to the soul is knowledge. It's knowledge. Everything is knowledge. Everything is knowledge. Everything for for his, for the soul to relate with something on in the world. If it's not knowledge, your soul cannot relate with it. Your soul can't interact with it. The way your soul interacts with something is by knowing it. Like is by your soul must must receive its light. Its light must come to the soul. Praise God. And so the soul must engage with the with light. That's how, uh-huh, that's how the soul moves or how the soul journeys or how the soul interacts, right, in the world. Praise God. So think about anything. Everything that you interact with gives, has light that it can shed to the soul. Praise the Lord. So, so if you understand what, what we've been talking about is we've just been, we've been just, um, We've been circling around that concept of the soul, um, the soul being an, an entity that interacts primarily with light, which is knowledge. That's been the, the, the sum of a lot of the things we've been speaking about. Is the soul being such a thing that that interacts with primarily with light, right, and knowledge? And then what we are saying now is that. Um, and another second part of the, the message is we're now trying to, through the scripture, through the light of the scripture, the light of the scripture is now bringing definition of the light. Like as you are now, you are surrounded by light, like we said. There are many things that, like throughout today, for example, there are different things that have given you suggestion, that have implanted thoughts in your mind. Just, just subtle, very subtle, some subtle, some not too subtle, some very, very clear, same thing, like you're driving, a billboard has something to say to you. You know what I mean? That's, it's talking about something that can make your mind move somewhere. You, you know what I mean? You know, just driving, talking, looking at people, looking at, the, looking, passing the road, seeing how people dress, the way they dress, is talking about something. They are, they are portraying something. They pick that type of dressing from somewhere. It's somebody's imagination, someone's light that thought about that design. It's talking there. Are you, are you trying to see how there's light in everything? When you're driving, you're seeing the skyscraper. Okay, why is it? Why is it, What are all these things about? It's also a light. There's a knowledge. So those are physical things. Are you getting what I'm saying? As you're there, then spirits can just bring pure thought, not based on your senses, but they can just drop thought into your mind from about something abstract. It's also, it's also a kind of, are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, 
the soul is constantly flooded with different lights and knowledge. Uh -huh. So, what we are trying to do is that we're now trying to use the scripture to interpret everything. You go on, because without the scripture, you cannot interpret what those lights are. You cannot tell whether what you are seeing, that light that you are seeing, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Do you get what I'm trying to say? You can't, there's no way, there's no framework to interpret the light and the suggestions and the bombardment of thoughts and all of those things that come to the soul, which you have in this present world. There's no way to judge what those things are. And if we can't judge them, then it means that we are not, then we are not being responsible in terms of we are not, we are not having good custody of our soul because we are abandoning our soul to take different parts and we don't know what those parts are or what, what is the impact they will have. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you see a light and you just take it and say, ah, me, I like this one. And then you see, okay, I want to start behaving like this or doing this. I want to copy this. I want to, and that's how we live. That's how people live. Just check it out. That's how everybody lives. Amen. Your style of how you speak, how you think, how you dress, how you spend your money, how you, those are, all of those things are lights you, you took from people or from things or from TV or from somewhere, and you're using them. Everything, the summation of your life is a summation of different lights that you are picking around. You get what I mean? And, and most, for most people, it's done indiscriminately. You just, you don't know why your heart likes this thing. You just say, ah, me, I choose this one. This one is my own style. So you choose your own style, your own fashion, because something about it just appeals to you. So you see, that's the way men live, but what we are seeing is that that's not, that's not the right way to live, because on the other side, there's an agenda and a defined cause that the light which men see wants to take them, their soul, you might not know, but there's a journey already prepared for every soul upon the earth. And the lights that they permit to come around you are designs, spirits, designed things to make sure that the soul is surrounded by certain lights that can make the soul journey on specific paths. Am I making some sense to you? Yeah, so that's why, that's why you see, why, why is Pastor Jeff always, all this revelation, all these things, why are, you, are you not tired? Or why are you not tired? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's because the, the Lord wants to, the, the Lord, the scripture is the, is the interpreter. It's the, it's the interpreter. It's what gives us the understanding and from where we'll fetch the judgment through the spirit by the scripture, we're able to fetch the judgment on how to discern different lights. Do you see that? And then, so part of what we are learning here is, first of all, the main categorization of lights, as what the Bible is teaching us, and we've been learning that for some time. The main categorization of light, we know, of course, there is light that is light. There's light that is darkness. Right, you know, that's, there are two main domains of light, right? 
and there are two main domains which include two different kingdoms, the kingdom of light, kingdom of darkness. But you're now beginning to see that even in the kingdom of light, there are calibrations. Are you, only the scripture can do that. Only the scripture can arrange, only the scriptures can take this world and arrange it. <laughs> and the devil doesn't want the world to be arranged to you. He wants you to be, to not be, not walk, you know, I was telling you, walk circumspectly, not as fools, right? The word to walk circumspectly means walk, navigate through circumstances with light. Circumspectly, spec means light, with sight, with, with judgment, navigate with judgment, not as a fool. A fool is the person who, who is blissfully ignorant. He doesn't care. He's just as a fool for you. A fool doesn't care. Just, I just feel this way, so I like this one. Me, I like the other one. That one, just, I'm flowing with this one. Me, I choose this one. Why do you choose, sir? I just, you know, it, it fits my own vibe, my own way. You know what I'm saying? Men craft their, their existence based on just, there is no, there's no clear basis are you getting what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So, um, so, the, so the scripture um, is, that's why the Bible, the, 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 as a Christian, you are, you are, you are called into the, the tedious work of a Christian is called into the tedious work of taking responsibility over their soul. The tedious work of taking responsibility over what? Your soul. That thing does not exist in the world. The world, they don't care. The world, outside this vocation, people don't care about their soul. The soul to them is just a currency to be spent. You know, just use it. As long as you're able to get that, get this, get this, get that. They don't care about what is happening to the soul. Just spend it. Spend yourself. Use your energy. Use yourself. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But when you come into Christianity, that's the only way. They wrote a whole book concerning the soul. The book, the Bible is just a book concerning to help you to be able to interpret First of all, interpret what the soul is. And then interpret the world that the soul is surrounded with. And then begin to tell you what every single light is. Judgment. That's what judgment is. Because without that kind of thing, it's difficult for a soul to, to stay safe and to stay in the path that does not lead to destruction. Praise the Lord. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. So, so we define worldliness, right? And so we said that worldliness is knowledge that is from the word devil. Uh-huh. So worldliness is light or knowledge from the devil that is not the very light of his own person. Uh-huh. He just understood it. All right? Yes, I saw it. You just got it. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Praise God. 
So worldliness is the light that is from the world, the devil. Before there was light, there's light that was in the world before. If you go back to Genesis, when God created the world, there was light. The first thing that came here was light. Right, so, and then that light is what began to form man, order the creation. And so when that light ordered the creation, you didn't light, have light of the devil or from the devil in the initially. Neither did you have the very light of God. It was a light. When God said, let there be light, that was the first creation of some sort. Or, I don't know if it's a creation, but it was the first it was, it's the first light that appeared in creation. It's the beginning light. When he said, let there be light. It was, God was speaking into creation. Right? He was saying, okay, now let there be light. Now let light be manifest in creation. Praise the Lord. And then he says, and there was light. Uh-huh. So, then God began to create. So, it's very clear that when Adam was in the garden... Adam was also surrounded by light. Right? In other words, when he looks at the, the trees, God was t- telling him concerning things in the garden. Right? Of all these trees, they are good for, and everything for food. You can eat them. But there is a tree in the midst of the garden that you must never eat from. And all of that. So it, mean, it, it, mean, it means that Adam could look at the entire creation. He could see all the animals. He could look at the sky, see the stars, look at everything. And each of those things have a light that they communicate. Everything. There is nothing that God made. Without, you need to understand that. You need to understand that. It was light that produced everything. Right? Without light. If God did not say, let there be light, there will not be creation. Even if there is creation, you will have creation that has no spiritual significance. That it will be a, a garden where when Adam is there, it, it's not, nothing is talking to him. He can't it means nothing. You can't. You know what I mean. Imagine living in a place that has no. It has no 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 import to the soul. There's nothing the soul can relate to it. So that's like it will be like almost putting Adam in a vacuum, right? Because the soul is a spiritual entity. Am I making some sense to you? Praise God. So it's very clear that in the beginning, everything that God made, God made with light. It was light. Everything has a light. If you look at the, the star, it, can, it has things it can say. Look at the sun. Look at the moon. Check all of them. They have light. Go and study the sun. The sun will begin to give you its light. Go and study the sun for some time. It will give you its light. Go and study a banana leaf. After a while, it will start giving you its light. It will, it will be just emanating its light. You see that everything that God created has light. Study the way plants grow. It's the whole world of light. People, that's why people's souls, that's why you see a soul. If there's no light there, a soul will not, never have interest to study it. You will not have biology. You will not have zoology. You will not have botany. You will not have you know, biochemistry. You will not have... The reason why the soul, the, the satisfaction in those learning is not the body that is satisfying. It's not the brain. It's something inside the soul. That it has the ability. If... He doesn't have the ability to talk to the soul. You won't see a professor who will give their entire life for it. There's something about it. He can pull the soul. He can draw the soul. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> so when we are saying light now, are you, is, it making more, is it getting clearer? Don't think of 
some spiritual thing that when you dream, you can see it, or you need to open your vision eye to see bright light shining. No, it's not. Light just means. Uh, light just means. Um, anything that can disturb the the rest of the soul. Right, anything that can wake the soul up, that can that can tamper with the souls, you know. Light is what the soul was meant to interact with. Am I making some sense to you? That's what light means. Praise God. Yeah, so, so it's very clear that the light that was existing, um, that God that was poured into nature is what we call natural light or nature, right? There's just a, there's a light that God puts in nature. Praise God. So when the, the, the world that Adam woke up with, when he was relating with all the animals, the garden, looking at everything, there was light there. That was just the natural light that God put in every creature that he created. So at that time, before Satan came, before the devil came, right, before, or before his devil came, and before um, the, the whole world, excluding the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, contained just the natural light that God created. And every creature could shine that light at their various, based on their various inheritance and allocation of light. Praise God. Do I make some sense to you? Praise the Lord. But you see that tree of the knowledge of good and evil was something else. So when Satan came, he brought another, a different light, a falling light to the earth. Uh-huh. He brought a falling light. So when he came, he, he descended. Then we now saw two lights that then came and became a problem to man, right? Two lights became a problem. What are the two lights that became a problem? The one that he manufactured from him and his own person, his own nature. First of all, that is his own nature. He is the, is the, is the embodiment of darkness, right? That's who Satan is. Darkness, because he is, they call him Lucifer. Lucifer means light bearer. Or to the, an act, the accurate interpretation of Lucifer means the bringer of dawn. Right? The, the bringer is, of dawn means, Lucifer means he who comes out of darkness. Right? He who, Lucifer means the arrival of light. The one who, that's what Lucifer is. The, the shiner is a, that was a, a, praise God, imagine such an angel. Amen. So, you know, each angel is, is made according to function, right? You have Michael, what Michael means, like God. So it means the ministry of Michael is the, is the carrier of the likeness of God. What, what Michael, Michael is a minister of the likeness of God. Anything that has to do with the ministration of God's likeness. Like the, like the ministry of, anytime, that's why you see when they want to cross into the season of everlasting life, 
You see, he's, he's the angel of that school. Because why? He's the, he's the angel of the likeness of God. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. <laughs> the angel of the likeness of God. So, that's it. so each of those angels, they have their own things. They are framed to minister. So Lucifer was actually, was actually framed to be the... It was, it was made to be the, the, it was the bringer of dawn, right? And we know that dawn, when you hear the word dawn, praise God. Is this okay for me to be talking about all these things to you? Praise God. So when you talk about dawn, dawn means, dawn means the light within. Dawn means the light of God's day. That is the light of the most holy realm, light of the most holy place. So they call him Lucifer, the bringer of that light, because he had, they gave him ministry in the sanctuary. Right? The sanctuary is the realm before the realm of God's light. Which, so it's a realm which doesn't naturally have God's light, who that light must be brought to. So the being who ministers to that realm is called Lucifer. He's a light bearer. He's the one who bears the light of God. And he uses that light to pastor the second heavens. So he comes from the third heaven and he pastor the second heaven. Are you seeing that, that, that kind of being? Mm-hmm. So that being, so you see that his own light, by reason of your brightness, you've corrupted your wisdom. Ezekiel chapter 27, when they were, well, the son of man was taking up a lamentation concerning him taking up a lamentation, he was talking about corruption of his wisdom by reason of his brightness. So that brightness was, was the brightness which was given to him, but which was actually, it was actually violated or corrupted. So he became darkness. So instead of, but in darkness, he continues his ministry. Do you understand that? His ministry cannot change because that ministry is the only thing he knows how to do. That's what he was framed. He was framed so. That was the ministry. The ministry is his person. So it's very clear that instead of being a bringer of light, he became a bringer of what? Darkness. Do you understand? So he's a, he's a bringer. So instead of Lucifer, it's very clear that his light, Jesus spoke about it, that it's possible that light can be darkness. In Matthew chapter 6, that if the light that is in you be darkness, how great is that darkness? Amen. So it's very clear that that Lucifer, who was a bringer of light, after a while, he became also what? A bringer. So if he's a bringer of darkness, it means he can manufacture darkness. And so the, the creator, so he has, there is the darkness who he is. Right now, he's no longer a light. He is a light. But, what did I say? But the light that he is, is Darkness. That makes sense to you, right? He is a light. His nature, his being, means he's a, he's a framing of knowledge. He's a work of knowledge. So he is a light. But the light that he is, is what darkness. So, but he also is a light, but he is also a type of a God who can also create. Right? But not a real creation like God's own kind of creation. His own is... <laughs> Praise God. So the light that he gave birth to out of himself is what you call the world. Does that make sense to you? Uh-huh. Praise God. Are you seeing that? 
So when he brought forth that thing called the world, creation, right? So let's assume that he said his own let there be light, and then there was light. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, and it's possible he did it because he likes doing everything the way God does his own. So maybe he was watching, how did God do it? God said, let there be light. Then he said his own, let there be light. And then the world came. That thing called the world. Now, so when he made that light called the world, was he a ball of light hanging around on the air? What, how did it, where did it go to? Where did it rest on? It's the same thing of God's light. That where, do you, where will you find the light he created? You have to look upon things. Uh, am I making sense to you in any way? You have to, that, you cannot, that's, you're asking, where is that world? Okay, the world, 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 worldliness. Where is it residing? You're looking for it. Where will you find it? You just find, you find it where? Upon everything. Just the natural. The same way things in the natural could bear natural light, which is spiritual. In, in terms of it was, it was actually a spiritual thing that God brought, which natural, physical things that God created can carry. That's why his soul can study them and be full of, be, be satisfied with them or have a, a false feeling of satisfaction. That's the same way the light of the devil also rested upon what? Upon things as well. Praise God. That's why. So, there is a, every creature of God in the present, every creature is, Paul was using a kind of language. Amen. I'm sorry that I have not said open to the book of something. Amen. We can still do that quickly if you like. But just know that the message has already started. Amen. So, I just feel let's, let's flow with how the Lord wants us to flow today. Amen. So I'm thinking of Romans now, where um, Romans, um, praise God, um, chapter 8, where he was speaking about the creation being subject under the bondage of corruption. Ah. It's kept under the bondage. Say bondage. bondage. Not willingly, but by reason of he who subjects the same in what? In hope. Who subjected the same in hope. So it means that creation presently, which is also awaited for the manifestation of the sons of God. That's in creation. Everything created has been made subject to bondage, right? Or corruption, right? So it's been, let's read Romans quickly. Let's see Paul's thought concerning this matter. Amen. There are things that we should know. <laughs> if you don't know them, you will go through the earth, but you will never, you will never leave. You'll never really. It's not. It's not everybody who crossed the earth who actually ended up living like a man. You know, when God created men, how should man live? It's not everybody who. Pass through the earth. You see souls who pass through the earth, they were born like a baby, they became a young man, they grew up, they did them all kinds of things, they achieved all kinds of things, grew old, then they passed away and left. But in their whole time, they, not, not one day did they leave 
the way God intended for a man to live. All they did is just follow a predetermined course that a wicked spirit has designed for souls. Oh, it's time to do this. Do it. How did you, why is it time to do that? Whose idea was it that it's time, at this time you must do that? Who talked about it? Who thought, no, men don't think that way. It's just, we just flow. And then we flow and flow and flow and do things and do things. And then anything that does not align with that thing, you see as abnormal. But, but rather, that living that way is abnormal. Living indiscriminately, not living circumspectly, is like living like a fool. A fool is somebody who, who you are just... You are just living, waking up every day. You sleep, you wake up. You sleep, you wake up. You sleep, you wake up. And you are just living, you are enslaved to your passions, to your desire. I just want this. Why do you want it? You don't know. You have no clue. You, have no, you don't apply any judgment to why to your want or desire for that thing. You don't care. You just want it. And you just do everything to get it. And you get, that's how men live on the earth. The things that men count as the most important, who told them that those things are the most important things? And there's nobody who, says, who comes and says, when I was born, when I got to the age of 20, I then just sat down and decided by myself that, you know, out of everything done in the world, I want to choose my own way of what is important. Nobody ever does that you find out that everybody's life is calibrated according to different causes that are predetermined. And nobody ever has the strength to do what? To break out. And because you, you can never find that strength. You can never, you can never find that strength. It's not possible for a soul to find that strength. Praise the Lord. So his soul can go on, but he never lived. How did God design for a man who he created to live? The way he designed is the way he designed for Adam to who created to, to live. Is that he, he, he God created Adam and then God blessed him. Be fruitful and multiply and then have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the bed of the air and all of that. See, I used to not have dominion. Dominion. Have dominion. Have dominion. It was a type of the dominion which God gave Adam was dominion over the natural. Right? For not for things to dictate to him what his life should be, but rather for him to have what for God, God put inside what you call the living soul, God put an agency within the living soul. Agency means the ability to act out according to will, resident will, not an imposition of will, but a resident will which God put in the living soul. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh, but, so you see that kind of living, that kind of living, right from when sin came into the world, Death through sin. Death passed upon all men. Man was gone. Then after a while, 
one now got to a place where everything he leaves out is prescribed to him. From the, the world, man became lesser than the cosmos. The cosmos and the spirit upon the cosmos, which is the, 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 the software, which is called what we call the world, running the cosmos, became, became the dominating force to drive man. That's not how God made it. Check Adam now in the garden. Check Adam. Adam wasn't, as Adam cannot go out and look at, wow, what a beautiful land. What can we do with this land now? The land will be talking to him. No. Like the land started talking to Cain. Inventions. Let's go and build a city. It wasn't him. It wasn't Cain. It was something as, something as landed on the cosmos. Spirit as land corruption at the, the, the creation has become subject to bondage, subject to corruption. So you now see that physical things that God made that were just natural before, something took them into bondage and can use their voice to talk to a soul and call a soul to a part that God has not created for the soul. So the concept of man that we know, which is Pretty much, you get born, and then as a child, and you grow up, you go into adulthood, teenager, teenage, teenage years, then everything about the course of your life is imposed on you by your environment. Are you getting what I'm saying? The, the concept of living from within. That's how God, that's what God made man. Man, God did not make man to be led from what? Without. That's a fallen man. The fallen man is, is the man who thinks he should have dominion over are the ones who lead his life. And he has no... He, saying that he even has no ability to reject it, you are even, you are even elevating him that he has the ability to reject. No, is that he is completely blind that he actually is supposed to have a different way of living, a different framing, attitude of being. Which is the attitude of which God gave to Adam, which is the, is the living from within. You don't, see, you don't understand. When they say, come and get born again, you got born again, you don't know what they are trying to restore back to you. Why, why they, they go into your spirit man? That, you know, Satan killed that spirit man. But God came and revived it, brought it back to life. Why did they bring the spirit man back to life? They want to reinstitute living from within. Living from within, living from within. Are you getting fetching will from within? As opposed to life being prescribed by from where? The environment. From without. A soul, a spiritual soul, or the calling of a Christian is to become. God inside-minded. I think that was the language of Hagen. <laughs> That's Hagen's language. God inside-minded. But that's not the, the way of man, right? Man fell out of that kind of living. Man became environment, externalities, all of those things, conscious of those things, as opposed to what? <laughs> Praise God. Am I making some sense to you? 
So, so you're seeing that something happened to creation. Let's quickly read Romans. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Let's, re- let's see from verse, from verse 14, it says that, for as many as are led by the Spirit, Romans chapter 8, from verse 14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, that they are what? The sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, Amen. Amen. And the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are our children of God. And if children, then heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him together. Verse 18, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be what? Revealed in us. Verse 19, for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestations, the manifestation of the word sons of God. That is the earnest expectation of the creature. That word, the creature, is actually a general term for everything that God actually created. That it is awaiting for what? The manifestation of the sons of God. I remember they already said before that as many as are led by the Spirit, that they are the sons of God. All right, so they're talking about people. Anytime you, you see the word led, the word leading is a, leading is a functional term of dominion. Leading is what? Is a function. When you talk of leading of the soul, only a dominion can, can issue out leading. That's the sign of, is a, is a, leading is an operation of a dominion. When you say being led by the Spirit of God, is the kingdom of God. One of the, the main activity in the kingdom of God is leading of the Spirit. And also the main activity in the kingdom of darkness is also leading of the Spirit, not the Spirit of God, but which, which spirit? Uh-huh. Spirits of the world, they have their own hierarchy of spirits, praise the Lord who lead souls. Amen. So the purpose of, of leading is for, is for alignment with will. Is that if you don't lead that fellow, there will be, he'll be doing his own thing. He will not align with this will. To make that fellow align with this will, he must issue out leading to that fellow. Extend leading that has to do with this will. Do you see what leading is? leading is? So leading is actually a function of dominion. Praise the Lord. Are you seeing what I'm trying to say? So, so these, this dominion, which 
they are speaking about here um, is the ultimate goal. Praise God. Is anybody, are we all okay? Amen. The ultimate goal or what the purpose of the attainment of the leading of the Spirit, right, is to produce sons of God. Praise God. Sons of God at level. The highest son of God is the son of God who sits with God on his throne. It's a different hierarchy. We saw him in Hebrews chapter 11. That like Jesus Christ right now, right now who is the son of God? He's actually seated now at, on the throne of God, right? So the son of God, the highest son of God is the son of the throne of God who seated on his throne. So when, it's, when they are saying son of God, the word son of God means the, the carrier of the dominion of God. In the same way, Adam was a son of God. If you read the book of Genesis, when they were doing about, speaking about the genealogies, right? This genealogy, this one, some of the other one, this one, some of the other one. There's, then you now see um, Enos was so the son of Abel. Abel, son of Adam. Adam, son of God, right? In the book of Genesis. So that the carriage of dominion from creation beginning was actually the, an attribute of his sonship of God. So Adam as a son of God was this, the man who God gave dominion in the natural. Praise the Lord. Amen. So he blessed him and then gave who God blesses. God does not bless anybody who is not his son. Son is blessing is for son. A father blesses the son. You understand what I mean? So when God, when God created him, he was actually a son, a type of a son of God that God created. And then God put blessing on him and then gave him to be fruitful. And now I said he should have dominion and all of those things. Praise God. So, but this, this sonship of God here is the sonship of, the sonship of, the, of God, the throne of God, not according to the order of the natural life, but right now, according to the other of God's own very life, which Adam was not. Praise God. So, boy, he said, as many as are led by the Spirit. That word, the Spirit, is the Spirit of sonship. Right? That's the, they find the accurate ministry of the Spirit. We want to determine what is the ministry of the Spirit. is to produce sons. In terms of the leading of the Spirit, is to lead men until... Men come into sonship with God. That after a while, because that's why he then sent forth the spirit of his son into our heart, that we might cry, Abba. The cry of Abba Father is talking about the, 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 the cry of the final cry. Praise the Lord. When that sonship with God has been what? Has been attained. Am I making some sense to you? So in verse 19, praise God, in verse 19, Amen. Yeah. Ah, when I look at you guys, I feel like this message is not making you happy. But it's making me happy. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. For the earnest expectation, they need to make us sad about what the devil has done. And make us happy about what God is doing. Well, sometimes because we have married what Satan has, is doing so much and we've fallen in love with it. So when they begin to talk against it and talk about what God is doing, those things make us sad. 
because, praise God, the sadness is because we've not learned the same way Peter got sad when Jesus was talking about his journey. It was not clear. All he was seeing was just Jesus sitting with us. We go out every day. We go. We eat corn. We eat everything. You provide food. You do miracles. That, you see that life that he was seeing? Nothing should tamper with that kind of operation. It was his world. It was his enjoyment. He has no clue about this being. Does he have a father? Does he have a calling? Does he have a goal? A profession? He doesn't care about all that. Does he have a mission? When Jesus began to talk about, ah, oh, this, this temple will tear it down. And all that. See, that thing, you know that thing is a great revelation. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Talking about the tearing down of his temple. Normally, if their, if their head was okay, they should ask him, oh, wow, what a thought. What a thought. <laughs> oh, you mean this temple? Can you, can you please, Jesus, can you expand shit? What is, the, what is the temple? And then what does it signify? And he will explain, you know, praise God, because Jesus was talking about the most glorious thing that will occur. When God will raise the temple again, the significance of that. What a, what a, what a joy. And what Jesus was talking concerning was the, he, was, he was speaking from the joy that was set before him. But they couldn't discern the joy that he was speaking. And then Peter got angry and said, no, Lord Jesus, this can. And then Jesus began to rebuke him. You are Satan. Thou Satan. Because the nature that is against, that's not happy about what I'm saying is satanic. Only one being is not happy about what I'm saying. And it's Satan. And right now, he, he, he just poured a reaction into your heart concerning what I just spoke concerning. So he rebuked him, Satan. He said, that thou serverest not the things which be of God. You don't serve all the things. Serve means smell. You don't perceive. You don't perceive the things. You don't, you don't, the things that be of God doesn't, doesn't excite the soul. The more God you heap into a message, the more sorrow some souls feel. So as a preacher, you can't put too much God things. You have to scale back. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, you guys are not like that in Jesus' name. You guys are <laughs> You guys savour. You all savour the things that be of God. <laughs> Amen. They, will, they are going to tune, they will change your taste boards. They are going to, God will put his hand inside your soul and he's going to shift it. He will shift it. You will, you will learn how to rejoice in him. Things that are worth rejoicing over. You will sorrow over what ought to be, what, what you should sorrow about. Praise the Lord. I mean, they are going to change. You know that thing called taste? The tasting of your, you know your inward man has a, he has a, he savors things, he smells things, he tastes things. For us, the aroma of God is not yet sweet to our soul. Enough. Some of us, yeah, you've tasted some sweetness. Many of us, we've enjoyed a lot of the aroma of Christ. God has helped us to a degree to savor him a bit and to enjoy his smell and the savour of Christ, and the taste of him. But God, someone who enjoys the smell of Christ can hate the smell of God. When the smell of God, when God is coming. Because God is another kind of, something he will do to the olfactory. The, the intensity of his aroma sometimes can offend the senses. 
but they need to help the soul and slap it. And when you want to run, they will catch you and draw you back and say, come back here. Sit down here with this server. And then you will now learn to smell it under duress a little. Then after, you will now figure, ah, it's not that bad. This, this God is not, all these things, this is everlasting life, eternal life, but they are not actually too bad. That's how it's going to be unto you. Amen. After a while, after a while, your soul will long for no other thought. Amen. Every other thought will be too low for you. Amen. They will not satisfy you. Amen. You will constantly pant after the living God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Oh, Thank you. Yes. I am my spirit, the spirit of the Lord, saying, I am bringing you to the place of worship. The place where you ought to be bowing. I am converting your heart. For the place of bowing is in the place of the conversion of your heart. I am converting your heart back to me. I am bringing you back to the heart of worship. I am converting your heart. I am touching your heart. I have come to touch your heart. I am touching the heart. Your place of worship is in the conversion of your heart. Is in the conversion of your heart. I have come to turn you. To turn you. To turn you you, to turn you back to your first love, to turn you back to your first love. It is the conversion of your heart. It is the converting of your heart. I have come to convert your heart. For your bowing down within the conversion of your heart. Your bowing down within the conversion of your heart. For yet you have bowed down in wrong places of worship. But I am coming to convert your heart that you will bow in right places of worship. You will bow in right places of worship. You will bow before me for I have come to convert your heart that you would worship me and me alone. Thank you. Oh yes Lord. Yes Lord. Yes Lord. Yes Lord. Yes Lord. Oh you alone. You alone. You alone will we worship. You alone will we serve. We will serve you. We will serve you in gladness. We will serve you with joy. We will serve you with joy. We will serve you with gladness. Yes as we gain access even into your presence. Wearing his fullness of joy and even at your right hand, pleasures, 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 pleasures forevermore. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Bring our souls. Bring our souls. Bring our souls. Bring our souls. Bring us. Teach us delight to delight in you. Pour fresh delight. Pour a fresh delight. Fresh allocation of joy and delight, Lord. In you. Thank you. Oremesh Pratonigivaha. Obrahana Vihano. 
Abraham and Igavehano, Morivahali Magisia Braham and Igahata, Omi and Daily and Sorabanata Prahole Verida Horna, Ominicaidiasco Kalekesi Kratimiglevenitaia, Yamaha, Yamaha, Emena Sasura, Sabratano. Fill us with the savour of your thought. Teach our soul, our heart. To savour the things which be of God. Amen. To long for them. Amen. To desire them. Amen. To be satisfied by them. Amen. Hey, thank you, Father. We obtain mercy. 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 Mercy for this attitude. Mercy for this response. Mercy. Help. 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 Breheni kahane help. to kalionte help. Rekambrien to Subranta Yelent Bazizono Kantrenton Tonton help. Heap, heap, heap help upon help. Help upon help. Heap help upon help. Help. Aramaka, helper. Cresco, crepanaut. Epronauta hype. Help, help, help. Help, heap help. Heap your help. And by help, till we climb into your joy. Till we climb into your joy. Till we climb into the delight, the light of. Of your, of your life and of your things. Thank you, Father. Glory to you. Glory to you. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, yes, yes. Bless your name. Bless your name. Bless your name. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. <clears throat> Amen. Praise God. So this is Romans chapter 8. Um, in verse 19, it was saying that, it's saying that for the, the earnest, what, expectation of the creature, the earnest expectation of the, what, creature, waited for the manifestation of, what, the sons of God. There is season when you see these sons, to, to make these sons manifest is not, it's not very easy to make these sons of God manifest because to bring forth the manifestation of the sons, there is actually going to be a birthing process. Right? There's going to be, before you get to the birthing process, there will be an incubation process and there will be a, a season of pregnancy. So, so a season of when they, to bring forth this manifestation of sun, sometimes is not the most palatable, palatable season. Because the conditions to bring forth the sun, I'm looking at my, my wife now, she's pregnant, praise God, and she's carrying the child, the child, by God's grace, is inside the womb, enjoying and everything. Sometimes just kicks and slaps and everything. I just, we even play games. You know, when I tap this side, she'll tap the other side. When I come on this side, she'll come on the other side. You know what I mean? So she's just enjoying, but, but in, in that season of high incubation, when she's growing on the inside, praise the Lord, there's something that her presence is doing to the, the host all kinds of hormones that, you know, to, to my wife who's carrying the baby, 
they are not pleasant. You, you know what I mean? You, you know, most of us have not been pregnant before, so we don't know what, you don't really know what I mean, but you might have heard of it or heard it or you know of someone who has been pregnant. So you need to know that a lot of times you don't feel good. You don't feel, you don't feel, you know, okay. You feel like something has taken over your body and, you know, the, and then different hormones are released and can, you know, cause different kind of things. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, so sometimes the, that can happen when, in the season, when they want to give birth to sons of God. That sometimes there can be, there will be season, the way you have darkness first, before the dawn will come. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then at the end, there will be birth pangs before the, the manifestation of the sons of God will, will come. So the process to bring forth the manifestation of the sons of God is a process where the, any soul who, will, who wants to arrive at this manifestation must be, must be willing to, to, must be willing to, uh, to, to, to walk through the difficult season which spirituality will lead you into. Spirituality will lead you into. The, the goal of spirituality is to bring the soul to a birthing process. The spiritual man is the man who should undergo the birthing process to bring forth the divine man. Right? The, the purpose of the spiritual man is to, for him to give birth to the divine man. When you see the spiritual man, will, they will raise him to a point and then he will shed himself and then his divine, the divine essence will come out of him. Are you getting what I'm saying? So this, who they call the sons of God, is talking about the divine, he's talking about beings with a divine nature. Beings with what? The, aha, uh -huh, beings with the divine nature, which is, the divine nature is the nature which, of, which the spiritual nature is a ladder into. And now, like I was saying, so the spiritual nature, <clears throat> when it's time to begin to transition from being spiritual to into divinity, that is, it, you come to a season of a birthing process that might not be too pleasant. Like the, the, the season which that woman in Revelation chapter 12 you saw, that kind of season. It's not a very, very pleasant season. Praise the Lord. But that divine, so tell somebody, tell somebody, the divine man or the divine woman must be born. The divine man or the divine woman must be, must be born. Must be born. Why? Because, because the earnest expectation of the creature awaited for the manifestation of the son. Anything less than the sonship, manifestation of the sonship of God cannot alleviate the expectation, the earnest expectation of creation. 
When you come and say, I'm a spiritual guy, creation, creation will be looking at you. Thank you for your spirituality. We celebrate you. In fact, you are a very awesome guy because there are a lot of people who are not like you. But being spiritual doesn't answer the earnest expectation of creature because he who subjected creature to bondage is not just spiritual. He is he's not divine, but I don't know what the word is in the kingdom of darkness, for that's his own nature. He's undivine. He's the opposite, the polar opposite of, of divine. The world is spiritual. But the, 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 the nature that from where the world came from is more than just spiritual. He has a property of a God. Do you understand what I mean? So, so this verse 19, it says, For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. It waited for the manifestation of what? of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity. Hey, not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the what? The same in what? Hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the what? The children of God. For we know that the, the whole creation groaneth and travail it in pain together until now. Not only they, but ourselves also. So they're telling that not, what the whole creation is doing, what they are groaning in pain for. All of, when you see things, they are groaning in pain. You might not hear the groaning, but there's an ear maybe they can give you. You'll be able to hear the groaning of the entire, the entire pre-creation is groaning. Why? Because that's been subjected to vanity. What, is, what does it mean, subject to vanity? It's, it's been subject to the vain exploits of men. It wasn't made to serve vanity, but all the men on the earth are all vain. And when men think about a creature, man cannot think anything more than something vain. You get what I'm saying? You see, planets that God kept where they are. Like Mars, for example. Imagine how is Mars feeling right now? <laughs> Knowing that men are coming. <laughs> Knowing that what? Men are what? Why? What are they coming to do in Mars? They are coming to subject it to vanity. The way they have subjected it to what? To vanity. It means that man cannot have... And that's not so... so there's a kind of thought that Adam will have concerning creature. But man now cannot have such a thought. Every thought that man has concerning creature is vain. It's just vain. It's how to sponsor the life of what? Of vanity. For the earnest expectation of the creature are waited for what? They are waiting for the manifestation of God. But you're announcing that not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit... Even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our world. Means even the, the cloth you are wearing is also groaning. Is also groaning. This one. And when you those are first fruit of the spirit, it's talking about when you say first fruit, it's talking about the first fruit which the Holy Spirit bears 
even when someone gets born again, is some fruit. So it means those who are, who are born again, Christian, but have not yet been redeemed. That such people, their own body is also groaning every single day. When you are, you are watching movies instead of listening to a message, your body is groaning. After a while, when you, after watching movie one, going to movie two, your body will be choking you. Something here will be telling you, why is this not working? They are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. <laughs> Praise God. I want to imagine how will, how will the elements feel? What would be the feeling of the elements, of the mountains, of the hills, of the beneath the earth, and all, all, even the firmament, how will they be feeling during the thousand-year reign of Christ? I mean, the, the season of vanity has ended. <laughs> Praise God. Sorry that I'm speaking about creation as if it's a living thing. Or they are, I'm not the one. The Bible speaks about them that way. So there's something about things that <clears throat> about even physical things. Praise God. The wind, for example. You want to say the, you want to say the wind doesn't have doesn't have a, an attitude, or the wind has an attitude. <laughs> it has a it has a behavior. Phrase when he's angry, he can command the sea to overflow, just to let men know that he's angry. You think there was tsunami in the days of Adam and all that, where the sea will, there will be a tornado in the sea and then water will come and maybe come and destroy, destroy, maybe all those rivers out of Eden, one will just divert today and say, I'm not, I'm not flowing anymore, I want to flood everywhere. Natural disaster, praise God. No, those things are controlled. Was it in Job, he was saying that who told the sea, you can only come this far. Those things, they obey laws. I get what I'm saying. But it means that God had told the sea where you should come to. There's a knowledge it has of where you should, you should step. But when he's angry, he can overstep that and enter into cities. And all. And it means it's a sign of something is wrong. with The creation is angry. It's grown it within himself. Are you understand what I'm saying? So the answer to those things is not going to study climate change. It's not, it's not, it's not, that's not where it is. Carbon tax. Carbon tax cannot quench the... Praise God. <laughs> Carbon tax cannot stop. What is it? With the creation grow net and travel it in pain. You can't. Carbon tax will not quench the pain of, of, the, of, the, of the creature. When you are tampering with nature, you are spoiling nature. You are God, what God has defined in nature, you seen is subjecting nature to vanity. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, there will be a reaction. Amen. Amen. But 
You see, it's not only, not they only, but even ourselves, which have the first fruit of the Spirit, when we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to with the redemption of the body. Amen. Praise God. Um, so the main thought of how we came to all these places that we're just trying to show the concept, explaining the idea, the concept of light. One of the signs of a spiritual person is light sensitivity. Light sensitivity. Not every soul is sensitive to light. When you know a soul that's not sensitive to light, they just do things anyhow. They're not concerned. When you are opening Bible, they don't have interest too much in things like this. A soul that's not sensitive to the light, to light is a soul that's not doesn't care too much about this the state of a person that doesn't care too much about the state of his soul. Right, you don't care too much about the state of his soul. When you're talking language of what soul, sadness and gloominess everywhere. When you leave soul alone and talk about other things, happiness will just start. You just see what will happen. Life will just continue. And then you say, open the Bible to something. Just something about the. You get what I'm saying? It's not <laughs> ordinary. Is I get what I'm trying to say? Is uh-huh. so. Somebody evil has done that. Yeah. Men are not meant to be like that. Normally, when a, man sh- a person should be excited, when you are beginning to talk the language of his soul, like the way Adam was, that's how Adam was before. When you talk the language of his soul, that he wants that conversation. Want, like, like when the God will come in the, in the cool of the day and begin, what was he talking about? They were, they were, just, they were having conversations of, in light, just talking about you know, just sharing thought about light. I'm, I believe the Lord was just talking to Adam concerning the, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. But then man became more externally tuned. That what makes him, to what awakens his energy are what external mundane things as opposed, as opposed to the thought of Thought that has to do with interpretation of the surrounding of the soul. So the sign of a spiritual person is a person who can have, who is interested and who is excited about conversations of light. Conversations about the soul. Praise God. I'm the light of the world. Either follow me shall not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Just talking about a specific allocation of light that they, want, they will give to a soul who followeth him. In, in John chapter 3, this is the condemnation that light, say he didn't come to the world to condemn the world. He said this is the condemnation that light came into the world. But men love, that word darkness is men loved ignorance rather than light. Men loved darkness. Means men don't want to know. Men don't what? Want to what? Men don't want to know. There's a sickness God wants to heal. All this message about light, God wants to tamper with something. There's, some, there's, there's a way. There are some of us that are dead to conversation of light. 
Heaven wants to wake you up. They want, you see these messages, they are slaps. They are slap. Wake up. They are slapping you. They are hitting you. Can you wake up? Wake up. Wake up. Wake. Join the conversation. Join the conversation. Join it. Join it. Join it. Join it. Join it. Join it. Yes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. They need to keep waking us up. You know, it's not easy to, this kind of sleep that some of us have slept concerning light. Where we, do you, you know, sleep is, sleep is progressive. You will sleep and then you are sleepy and you are getting, you know, there's a place you will sleep to. And if they bring loudspeakers, it's, it's hard to wake, wake the person up. So the heaven has to keep beating the soul. Are you getting what I'm saying? Wake up, wake up, wake up. Arise, awake, thou that sleepest. Arise from the and Christ who shall give thee light. Arise, Christ shall give thee light. There's a light that sh- there is waiting to come to you. You need to wake up. Wake up to light. Wake up to light. Wake up to the conversation of light. Don't be dead concerning it. Don't, don't wake up from the devil's game. Wake up from his sleep pill. That, what is ignorance? Ignore. All these things. What is written in the Bible? Yeah. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? That thing is not that you do it physically. It's so that it, your soul is doing it. Ah! It's ignore, ignorance. That's what alienates men from the life of God. The blindness of their heart. Because of the blindness of their heart. They walk not as other Gentiles walk in the world. Vanity of their mind. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We need to wake up. Wake up. Wake up. When you are working to conversion of light, you know, there are things to be said. There are things that are critical, vital to the end of your soul, to the end of your journey that the, the Lord has to say. But you must join the conversation of light. Praise the Lord. Light came into the world. He said, this is the, what, the, what, what he's saying is that, when he said this is the condemnation, it means that this is the basis by, by which we condemn men. We don't term men condemned unless they are sinning that sin of ignorance to light. If they are able to open the conversation of light, then we, they, now, they now come to an arena where they give us a chance. There are things that we can do. We can pass on information to help the soul. But if a soul is not awoken to conversations in light, then there's nothing, you're, it's, like you're, it's like God is handicapped, the creator of the world, who wants to save your soul. He's just looking at you, he will bounce his light, you bounce it back, you bounce light, you bounce it back. You can't talk to him, you can't, you can't reason with him. Say, come on, let us reason together. That word, reason together, then I now begin to talk about taking away your sin. If it be as crimson, as scarlet, it will be as white as snow. So don't talk about changing your sin and making it white or washing or cleansing. If you can't come, let us reason together. That reasoning is talking about you must be able to access the conversation of what? Of light. So he said the basis by which they condemn soul is any soul that is 
that loves darkness rather than light. There's nothing they can do. It's not wickedness. It's not that they don't want to help you or something. It's just that God doesn't have another way to do it. That the, all of the saving apparatus of God is inside light. If you say, I don't want to know, there's no other thing they can do. They can't do anything. Are you getting what I'm saying? That because it's too bad. God has already made your soul the way it is. Is that your, this soul that God made, the only thing that can make it journey is light. Shut down light, it will never journey. God can never save his soul without light. Light must come. Praise God. Let's read that, what Jesus said in that um, John chapter 3. Thank you, Father. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Was it John 3? John chapter 3, verse, let's read from verse, verse 18, verse 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth is not, is not is condemned already. Because he had not believed in the believed in the name of the only what begotten Son of God. So whenever you see believe there, you have to know that nobody can ever believe without what light. And Jesus goes forth to explain that. And this is the condemnation. Is is not explaining what is that condemnation? That light is coming to the world and. Men love darkness rather than what? Light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be what? Reproved. But he that doth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be what? Maybe manifest that they are what? That they are wrought in, in God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So it, they, they, are, they are showing you that what they call doer, doer of evil. That the, sure you know it's not everybody who is doing evil. <laughs> Praise God. It's not everybody who is doing evil. Them, people, those who are doing evil, the strength of evil is. Is the, res- is, a, is the resistance to the light of God. When you say a, this person is really evil, how they check in the spirit is the amount of resistance that that person can muster to God's light. That's why nobody can ever beat Satan in evil. It's because of the, the place where he sinned, that place, to sin in that kind of place. Imagine you, are, you, can, you stroll in bit, up and down, then you can also, can also go up into the most, the being of the most holy. In that place where commandment is bare. Everything is bare in that place. You can, you can see God like the light which he bare. He sinned against the light which he was raised to bear. I, I get what I'm saying. That's it. So 
That's what they call him, the devil, the doer of evil. That is his name. His name is the one who finished evil. That's his, there's nothing more evil than that, to, to sin against God's light. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so what, what it means is that he found a way in that realm to choose darkness rather than light. That's his, that's his real nature. So that's the real nature of evil. So everyone who doeth evil, praise the Lord, hated his hatred for light. Right? That the, so you see, the hatred for light, actually, is the shell that secures the hatred for righteousness. That is, an evil person is a person whose, whose shell has mature. The shell of the hatred for light. The garrison against the light of God. Because what that light is coming for is to tamper with the unrighteousness that the soul is doing. But when the soul has maturing hatred for light, that's what, who the devil. The devil is, the devil's resistance to God's light is so strong, nothing can break it. The devil, there will never be a day where he will stop and say, yeah, what if this, this way I'm doing is not really good? What if God, God is past that? He can never go do that again. Devil, the devil has been, when you say he's the, he's the one who invented alienation from God's life, and, he's, and his alienation is full and complete. Like he can never, God's light will never break through to him anymore. Are you seeing what I'm saying? That's evil. Now, what, what are, this nature of, of condemnation, every soul who has an attitude against light is, is in the school, of, is in devil's school. That's one thing that the soul should not be trained to do. Don't tr- allow your soul to be trained against light. Yeah. That's what Jesus is teaching that, that this is this one here. This is the condemnation. This condemnation here is not saying, it's not talking about people are sinful. We are, they are talking about those who are sinful. We can bring light to them and they receive light. They, such people, they are in God's program. God has a plan for them. He will be saving them until, and he will save them to the uttermost. But the people who, who they condemn are souls who they have resistance to light. If there's anything in you that resists light when it's coming, that, what, what, I, what do I mean by resist? That when you see a light, it's in the Bible, they are talking, Holy Ghost is manifesting, but you can still find an excuse. You can still find an argument. You can find something. Do you get what I'm saying? That, is, that thing is, that is the gene of Satan. And in, in a soul, it can be very little. Some of us have it to a degree. But some of us, very little, some of us has, might have just be a tint of it. A tint, a little tint of it. But it's, it's not, it, the plan is not for it to remain tiny. If you continue to use it and let it speak, let it speak. You will see it begin to manifest. After a while, it will form a, a, full, a full shell that can shield the voice of God. That can shield. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, so when they have to begin to unveil evil to us, like the evil of our time, the evil of our day, this is one of the greatest things. The greatest evil of our day. You will be, you will see souls on the earth who are who are who are framed mm-hmm. 
with boldness to resist light. Even light of God has been has settled in the church a long time ago. Not fresh revelation. No. You see guys who go and revisit it and begin to talk against it. Like let's say light of Titan, for example. That, the revelation of that thing has been here since. Guys who have strength will go back and say, this thing, there's something wrong here. And begin to talk. There are souls like that in the body. Demon, devil, little devils. Devil's children who is raising on the, on the, on the earth. Are you get what I'm saying? Light about submission to authority, respect for dignitaries, all of those things, honoring to who honor is due. Those are simple light that God has allowed the church to have for a long time. It has been keeping the church. You will see some beings will rise up in the last time who are devil's children, who are framed to, to create resistance against even established light. They want to create a resistance against that. That's the era we are living. That's the days of evil. She walks circumspectly, not as fools. Say for the say the days are evil. The days are evil. Are you getting what I'm saying? The days are evil. It means it's a time where evil will be finding prosperity. That if you leave yourself, evil can prosper into your the front door. You don't have a fence. It will prosper. And then if you don't care, are not careful, it will prosper into your living room. If you don't build what? The fence. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. I don't know if you are feeling the emphasis of this season. What, what they are trying to teach you, there's, there's an attitude of lie because that's a soul. Praise the Lord. Amen. You, you must escape condemnation. You must be wired against condemnation. Just make up your mind that anything that will make me condemn before God, those are attitude, response against what? Light. When it's what? When it's shining. Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father. But as we expose our heart to the light, you will see the light will begin to impart judgment. Aha. Uh-huh. Begin to impart judgment. And it's very clear that the soul that is, that is raised to resist God's light has no defenses against the light of Satan, um, against the light of the devil. Praise God. When light comes to a soul, what makes the soul select some light, some aspect, and then reject the wrong one is because concerning those things which are not, which should not be accepted, the soul has a defense against those things. And concerning those things which are, when I say what should be accepted, I'm talking about wickedness, unrighteousness. And then concerning righteousness, which are the things which the soul should have, the soul has no defense against it. That's a good soul. Praise the Lord. Glory to God.
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. So it's very clear that the, the spiritual man is a man who is who has, the, who has been framed to he has been framed to journey in light. That's the sign of his spiritual soul. When he was speaking to Paul, to turn them from darkness unto light, from power of Satan unto God, that they might obtain an inheritance. Only another sanctified. And we know that inheritance is, Colossians put it as what was delivered us from the power of what? Darkness from the kingdom of darkness and has translated us into what? Uh-huh, of his dear son. And then before that, he was saying that we should be partakers. Made us meet to be what? Partakers of inheritance of the saints in light. He has made us meet able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. If you can't give saints access to light, they can never come into the they, can, they cannot be meat to be partaker. That word meat, M-E-E-T, able. They might not be, they won't have the ability to be partakers of what? The inheritance of the saint. That inheritance, they kept it in light. It's in light. It's in light. That inheritance will never fly out of light and come and find you on your bed where you are sleeping. Fecal, weak souls. You say, no, I don't like all these things. I don't like it. God, is, uh, God will meet me somewhere. God will know. God is not like that. You, you must arise that are sleepest. Your own will not be different. If your orders are joining to know God by revelation, and they were able to endure the painstaking, tedious process of studying to show themselves approved unto God, they won't do a special thing for you. A special program for you because you don't like revelation. I'm sorry. When you say you don't like revelation, you are, you are telling God, I hate you. I don't like you. I don't, I'm not interested in you. So you see that fickle attitude? Oh, no, I don't understand. That's, a, that's, that's devil. It's a, it's a gene of Satan talking. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Because the inheritance of the saints is in light. It's in light. So making you meet, able to be partaker, is talking about the spiritual nature. The spiritual nature is the nature that's compatible with exploits in light. That's the mark of, of, of being spiritual. The mark of the nature of Christ is a soul that doesn't shy away from exploration in light. The, the task, the burden of exploration, of finding out. Amen. The soul embraces it. Takes it. The Lord will bless us with these things. 
those of us who, who say, oh, I'm weak, don't worry, see, there's strength. It's not by power nor by mind. It's by my spirit, say the Lord. All they're just talking about is your, your heart. Fix it. Align your heart to open it up. And then align with the flow of, of grace that comes. That will, I will quicken you to arise and partake of your inheritance. In light. You will be children of light. Yeah. You will become one with light. Yeah. You will hate darkness. Yeah. You will hate ignorance. Yeah. You will hate the state of not knowing. Yeah. Your soul will detest the state of being yeah. ignorant. You will love light. Yeah. You will desire light. You will make all the war, all the exploit, all the battle that needs to be fought to usher you into the fullness of God's light. You will, not be, you will not be weak in the day of battle. The Lord will increase your strength and he will give you grace. Father, we thank you tonight. We bless you. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for encouraging us, admonishing us. Thank you for reproving us, for correcting us. Thank you for also painting, Lord, the hope which we have of this inheritance which you have kept in life. Father, we will be compatible with your light. We will seek after it. We will look for it, Lord. And Lord, I pray that this message will be help, Lord, to every soul at every point who is under the sound of my voice, O oh Lord Jesus. I pray that from this moment, they, they will begin to bring us into a season of encounter Amen. with the light. That in places where light hasn't shone before, Amen. light will be seen. Amen. Your light will shine. And there will be the prophecy, the fulfillment of the prophecy that arise and shine for your light is come. Lord, our light will come. Our light will come. Your glory shall be seen upon thee. Your glory will be risen upon our soul. Thank you, our Father. You will clothe us with light. You will surround our soul with light. We will no longer walk in darkness, but we will have the light of life. Thank you, our Father. We bless your holy name. We give all the glory. Lord, I pray, Lord, that no soul will be discouraged tonight. In the name of Jesus, I see, Lord, every conversation. I, 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 I rebuke every conversation. And I ask, oh God, that there be release of grace. I ask, Lord, may this message never be misinterpreted by any soul. Oh, Father, may it not minister discouragement. But, Father, I ask, oh God, that may encouragement. May every heart see help and see possibility, and see the release of grace. And Lord, thank you for the thought which you have of God, which are thoughts of good and not of evil, but to bring us to an expected end, a glorious end. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory to your holy name. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. You dwells between the cherubim.